More smoking content than a Jamaican spliff. You're listening to Blunt Talk on Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome to RenegadeTalk.fm in Maui. My name is Richie Kepler along with Abarla. And of course, Dr. Chakra and Janet are here from the Extraterrestrials. Hi, guys. Aloha. Hi, aloha. Aloha. And welcome to UFO, Stargate to the Cosmos. On Thursday, every Thursday here at Renegade, to all of the Renegade followers, thank you for the downloads. And do we have some interesting information? Yes, Marla. They're Renegade Nation, not followers. Yeah, they're my followers now. (laughs) I christened them my followers. We did start our new church. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, the the Renegade Church of Renegades. Okay. So anyway, (laughs) welcome everybody to the show. Um, I'm terrified already. You're terrified, yeah. It is terrifying, (laughs) isn't it? Anyway, uh, welcome, Dr. Uh, Shasha. Aloha. And beautiful Janet. Aloha. Another Thursday, exciting day here when we talk about unidentified flying objects and the extraterrestrials. They're here. They are here. They're here. Got a couple comments, uh, Renegade Nation, so we can read out just so you know. Some of the listeners, and one listener in particular, wrote, Hey, August 4th came and went with no alien visitation at the London Olympics, and I was so looking forward to the alien javelin toss. (laughs) I hear they're awesome at it, and I guess the antenna on Sasha's foil hat was turned to the wrong station when he picked up that bit of misinformation. (laughs) Blame it on Jan, Jan. Blame it on somebody. I can't (laughs) wait for the 17th of August when we don't get annihilated by Sasha's space rocks. What will his excuse be then? I bet it will be something like the Admiralty stepped in at the last minute and used their laser gizmo combobulators to blast them away. Sasha should stick to tantric blowjobs, giving them, of course, so his mouth won't be too full to talk about his alien fantasies. Oh, by the way, on the golf stream, did not disappear. I and thousands of other pilots use it daily to speed us across the country. So do you have a response to that? Oh, first of all, yes. Thank you. Uh, first of all, about the uh, aliens showing them their presence uh, on uh, the day of the Olympics. <laughs> Um, I think they did, in a, the person of a wonderful human being named Gabby. Then uh, all the love the ETs had to give us was all manifest in this beautiful little girl that shows us the best humanity could ever be, and this is the best visitation we could ever get. About the 17th, we're not at all um, stuck to specific dates, but it looks like from the astronomy that we are going to pass through the debris field of Nibiru, and uh, uh, you might laugh at the Admiralty, but your life is in their hands. And Janet will say something about the Gulf Stream. Well, there's an article I have right here from infiniteunknown.net. Infiniteunknown.net. Life on this Earth just changed. The North Atlantic Atlantic current is gone. So anyway, um, it's not there. It's, It's the current. I don't know. You're, you're flying. You're an airport uh, airline pilot. We're talking about the current, not the thermals. So how about that, there, Mark in, uh, in, in North Carolina? Carolina. <laughs> anyway, infiniteunknown.net. Take a look at the article. There's a number of them, but that's uh, it's a really long one. I'm so anyway, I understand you're having a convention coming up on, in October. Can you t- talk more about the Stargate to the Cosmos convention? Stargate to the Cosmos is October 29th to November 4th at the Scottsdale Fort McDowell Radisson Hotel uh-huh. and we're going to have oh we've got uh, between 30 and 40 lectures workshop presenters we just and looked at your site impressive you guys yeah we oh are my gosh. 
and yeah. you are people are just finding us every day. my phone starts ringing at six o'clock in the morning so come on down before we sell out stargate to the cosmos.com stargate to the cosmos.com check it out renegade nation if you really want to know what's going on, you want to go to that conference. We'll be there. Come You'll be down, able to meet us. Come down from Sidonia. It's from you never Sidonia. know what you might yeah. find. Sidonia. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'd like to talk about Mars. Yeah, well, I'm going to get into Mars. Now, Now, Dr. Chakra, uh, they sent this alien, uh, this, oh, sorry, probe to um, uh, Mars. And <clears throat> I was watching on TV and how they were um, landing this thing. And it, it seemed to me that it just landed perfectly on the surface of Mars. Well, shot. Mars is it's okay. It's when they send the probe to Uranus that you've got to watch out. Well, I know. I always watch my Uranus with the probe. God, I have that problem all the time. Anyway, they're saying that Mars looks remarkably like the California desert in a new photo beamed home by NASA's Curiosity rover. Maybe it isn't the California desert. Yeah. And they're bullshitting us. i got to tell you what's really happening. From the ancient Sumerian texts, would show uh, all kinds of evidence that only could be gotten the way the Sumerians dictated it. When the ex-king of Nibiru, Alalu, was exiled, Alalu, Alalu he was exiled, Nibiru. he had gotten a fight with the other king, and the other king, uh, he bit off the other king's uh, penis, and so he was sentenced <laughs> to die on Mars, and they sent his uh, pilot, oh Anzu, gosh. to be with him. So he was left on Mars to die, and then when uh, the king's daughter Nimma came by, Nimma? she acted Nimma, yeah, Nimmark, Nimma. She was head of the medical service uh, uh, of the Earth expedition, the gold mining expedition to Earth. She, she stopped by on. She stopped. Uh, <laughs> she stopped by at Mars, and she found that Alalu King was dead, and but Anzu, the pilot, was still there. So she used their equipment, and they built this huge statue at Sindonia. Of with the face of Alalu with his, uh, with uh, his eagle helmet attacked. with his eagle helmet uh, pushed back and there was a and and she left 20 men and they started a huge transshipment base for all of the gold they were shipping from uh, Mars but then in 13,000 years ago when uh, Nibiru neared Earth it's not only caused a great flood on Earth but it also sucked off. Mars's atmosphere sucked, yeah, sucked, off. sucked like it that. all off and also sucked dried off. up all its groundwater and so but when we got the first uh, uh, photographs back a Russian uh, astronaut uh, uh, slipped some of them uh, to us and, and so forth we could see from all the photographs that there was this statue then later on NASA uh, bombed it out so it became a flat plateau to show it was never there they and bombed it? They bombed it. Uh, you know, the, when Phobos uh, 2 was supposedly lost, uh, w 1 was supposedly lost, and Phobos 2 was hit by a missile, uh, we know darn well that NASA is covering up all kinds of things on Mars, and this Curiosity rover isn't going to give us the real truth about not. what all is happening. This was a major transition. Uh, a transshipment base and there's probably lots and lots and lots there's the old spaceport there um, don't if you know you can tell when NASA is lying from when they make public pronouncements well, like this one they, they said to a certain extent the first impression that you get is how earth-like this seems looking at that landscape curiosity chief scientist uh, John blah blah of Caltech and Pasadena told reporters but you would really be forgiven for thinking that NASA was trying to pull a fast one on you and we actually put a rover out there in the Mojave Desert and took a picture a little LA smog coming in there here and there it looks pretty it's a way to hide in plain sight they t they, they talk about uh, the the uh, hoaxes they perpetrate 
as though it's a joke. Oh, would we ever do anything that silly? Well, damn well they would. Well, yeah, the high-resolution photo looks to the north toward the rim of the 96-mile-wide crater. An area of disturbed ground is visible in the foreground. Now, during the landing of Curiosity, the thrusters on the rover's rocket-powered um, sky crane blasted away enough dirt in the spot to expose some bedrock, which excites the mission team. Hey, here we already got an exploration hole drilled for us. We got a freebie right off the bat. There's water on Mars and there's water under the surface and there used to be lots more water. In the journey of um, Enki to Earth, uh, when he used up all the water in his ship to blast the asteroids out of the way, they landed on Mars and they actually sucked up a lake to get more water for their cooling system. This was very important for the settlement of Earth because they showed that they didn't have to use nukes in space, but they could get through the asteroid belt using water, water they got on Mars. I have a question, Dr. Sasha. Do you think they're going to show the face on Mars? Do you think they're going to show that to us or they're going to try to hide that? I think the face on Mars has been bombed out. It's no longer a face, but it's now a bombed wreck. But we have photographs that were taken that show us what really was there. Wow. So you take a look at my site, uh, uh, StargateToTheCosmos.com. Go to StargateToTheCosmos.com, to Renegade Nation, Jan, and check Jan, it out yourself. Sir. Yes, Janet. What's with all the black and white photos? What are they trying to cover? Okay, are you looking at photos of Mars? Yeah, of course they're going to cover things the up. black and white ones. Uh, you know, whatever they do, the black and white, it covers up all the details. Renegade Nation, if you have any questions or comments about this, reach us at Don't Renegade. Don't call us. Reach us call at, them. Yeah, reach us at <laughs> RenegadeTalk at gmail.com or go to uh, Stargate to the Cosmos. Um, <clears throat> have you heard about this, Dr. Sasha? Now, this really, really got me excited. Uh, scientists hear a scream as a star is being devoured by a black hole. Have you heard about that? I read it. I don't uh, know what Astro, to make of it. Astrophysicists have detected for the first time the oscillating signal that heard, heralds the last gasp of a star falling victim to a previously dormant supermassive black hole. Well, what Lavelle and others have said is that this, uh, star systems, solar systems like ours, or even planets, have full consciousness that they are organisms that uh, do everything that uh, you or I uh, or a cockroach does, and uh, they develop consciousness. And so it's not at all uh, beyond uh, what I can... Uh, easily think of that uh, this would cause a, a, a death scream. Now my question is how come NASA didn't sp well, pick this up as it was flying over to Mars? How come the University of Michigan picked it up but the NASA did not pick it NASA up? NASA got shut down, remember? No, the Jet Propulsion Laboratory. Oh, I'm so sorry. The, NASA stands for never a straight answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, never a straight So true. Thank you, Dr. Chakra. Now, I'm looking at Janet, and Janet's looking at me like I thought she was... Anyway, the blips, scientifically known as quasi-periodic oscillations, occurred steadily every 200 seconds, but occasionally disappeared. Maybe it was Barney Frank screaming the black hole. Oh, Barney Frank is one of the, the most liberal, uh, heartfelt uh, politicians we have. I salute Bar Barney Frank. Anyway. But he can't go to Chick-fil-A. He can't go to Chick-fil-A. Anyway, so, so such signals have often been detected at smaller black holes, and they believe to um, <clears throat> come from material about to be sucked in. That's what happens to me every night. <laughs> the screaming I go through. Does your penis scream? My penis screams, yes, it does. Anyway. It runs around the house all by itself, you know, like the, the yeah, hand okay. on, and the okay. Adams family. In order for the black hole to feed from a star that its gravity has broken apart, the remains of the star must form a disk surrounding the black hole. 
the disk gets heated up, and then we can see emissions from the disk very close to the black hole in the X-rays. And as this matter is falling, it gives a um, wobbly that uses a signal that they can detect. Do you agree with that, or is that uh, just? I've never heard this before, I've but it's either. fascinating, and uh, it sounds. Uh, uh, I'd certainly like to learn more. Well, scientists were able to see the event with NASA's. What do you call NASA again? Never. Never a straight answer. Never a straight answer. A swift gamma ray burst telescope laser, but they didn't detect the oscillations at that time. But they detected it this time. That's amazing how they detect things. <laughs> One so, of the things that you find is that people at NASA uh, and uh, people that are in academia have to screen what they're putting out to the public, uh, and uh, amateurs are very, very often, or private people, the ones that make the real discoveries and are, aren't afraid to put it out there because their jobs aren't dependent upon it. Dr. Shastra. So Shastra. true. Yes. <laughs> I, my, my, my feeling is if millions of voices suddenly cried out in terror and were suddenly silenced, you think it was millions of, of, of beings, some type of being being sucked away, and that's what they picked up, this scream mm. that they're talking about? I think it could actually be a star system or a planet that, that, that is it, making the sound. It could have been us being sucked, you know, like us being sucked out, and we're all screaming in agony and pain, and and that's picked up by another type of uh, alien well, nation. I'm yes? thinking, you know, sometimes when the plane takes off or whatever takes off, there's noise. You know, that everything has its own particular noise. Well, I, can I can tell you and one then thing. The noise. Yeah, the next similar <laughs> event to this one will be on November 6th when Obama screams after the landslide loss. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> oh, listen, people, you've got to stop running, please. Oh, we're going to get political. No, I'm not trying to get political. Hey, no, no, okay. no, no, no. Everything's fair game here in Studio right. Blowjob. Go ahead, sweetheart. Yeah, um, uh, no offense to the good scientists, but that was the dying scream of Detroit being consumed by the Democrats. <laughs> <laughs> I got to put a little bit of political humor in there, you know, to all my fellow renegade nationers. You don't have to make excuses for yourself, yes, Rich. Yes, it I, is what it do, is. Do they have a recording of this? Screen? Yeah, they say they have a recording of I it. Want oh, hear I want to hear it. Did I tried to it? find it. No, I tried to find it. it? I can't oh, find man. it. It's hidden. NASA. So, what, 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 what is it again? Never a straight never. answer. Never a straight answer. <laughs> Please well, send us a recording of your screen. We want to put it on the radio here. I'm going to get right on the phone and start calling everybody. But anyhow, where is this portal? They don't know. Oh, they don't know. They just happen to know this star got sucked into a portal yeah. that was screaming like bloody blue murder. Yeah, that's, that's what they're saying. I believe everything they tell me. I want to know where the portal is. It speaks of nature of physics, which they think is very beautiful. That's what they're saying about the screaming <laughs> of the star being sucked in by the black hole. <laughs> they also detected signals from both the joint Japanese and NASA. What is that again? Say that again. Never a straight answer. Never a straight answer. Suzuka and the ESA XMM Newton Orbiting observatories. I didn't know they had more observatories uh, orbiting. I, th I thought they had the, um, the, what's the big one up there they have? The spaceship? Uh, the, the, Hubble, the, Hubble. the Hubble. Yeah, yeah the they, Hubble. And they, they, there's lots of, uh, besides what's reported, there's all kinds of military observation satellites that are bumping into each other, and there's a whole war going on in space that, that uh, the public is not allowed to know about. And Dr. Sasha, you're right. To confirm that, the signal was just was ju not just noise. They created a power spectrum of the signals, which involved counting the number of 
of photons that the telescopes receive from the source as a function of time. Do you understand that? Yes. You'll be tested later. <laughs> it is a way to quantify slight fluctuations in the light that might not otherwise be detectable. Their power spectrum confirmed the existence of the oscillations in the signal. So this event was originally detected with NASA. What do you, how do you say that again? <laughs> Never a straight yeah, answer. Never a stra down. No, no, I like Good when he God. says it. Never a straight answer is Swift Gamma Ray Burst Telescope operated by the Goddard Space Flight Center. That's where all this came from. It's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, these indirect methods are, are really what's very, very important. They uh, have, is, that's what's been able uh, to uh, help us find out about Nemesis, the uh, semi-dwarf uh, star that Nemesis. is the binary, absolutely, that, that Nibiru goes around and around and which is moving closer and making all the planets in our inner solar system get hotter and hotter and hotter. Only 15% of the heat uh, from global warming is from pollution. The rest of it is because the planets are getting closer to the sun and to each other. Wow. More exciting information here at Renegade. I got, every Thursday. I, there was a word I didn't understand, but oh well. You don't remember the word? <laughs> no. Okay. You're, you're going to be tested on this. No, I listened very intently. Okay. Hocus pocus. It's no hocus pocus. No hocus pocus. Helps you focus. It helps you focus. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Zaga. <laughs> anyway, Renegade Nation, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll be continuing our conversations about uh, space, uh, the Olympics, the United, uh, United Flying Objects of America. Yes, Marla. I'm yeah, staring at, at you. Okay. <laughs> like All right, we're gonna take we're gonna take a break. We'll this be right music's back. Music's terrifying me. I'm gonna go Stick this in your ear. The number one, the number one internet shock radio network. Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior. Renegade, renegade talk radio. Welcome to RenegadeTalk.fm in Maui, where we don't sugarcoat shit. My name is Richie, along with Marla. We have Dr. Chakra here. Hi, doctor. Aloha. And, of course, the ever-drop-dead to a gorgeous Janet. Aloha. Aloha to Renegade Nation. And we're going to be talking about experiencers, people who have been plucked from the earth, from their bedrooms, from their toilet seats, and taken to another dimension. And Janet's going to explain and tell us a little bit more about her experiences. Well, first, Sash wanted to say something. Go ahead, dear. Well, first, I'm stuck on the word plucked. Plucked? Me like too. That? <laughs> I thought you I like that. I was too. I'm like imagining this little crane coming out. I'm pluck. Well, some people feel well, yeah, that way. Breeding experiments, you know. Some yeah, you've been plucked. They've been plucked. Where did pluck come from? Oh, uh, came out of your. Okay, so your big fat mouth. <laughs> so, in a generic, uh, in, in in general, uh, Janet and I have worked with hundreds of people that have had experiences with uh, consciousnesses not uh, of of the ordinary type. And uh, what we do when we uh, work with a person is we don't um, judge their the way they are putting it together, the words, the symbols they're using. We try to get into what they're feeling and what parts of the person are receptive to the information uh, that they're getting. And uh, so we're not probing in a direction of trying to find out I love about, probing. The, about, uh, about the aliens or anything like that, but we're trying uh, just to help the person integrate the experience. And in the course of this, almost 
we start re learning all kinds of things about the past lives that people have experienced, the abductions that they've experienced, their dreams, their uh, daydreams, which are even more powerful than dreams, every production of each person's intellect, including the productions of what is past and present, are all merely uh, existential statements uh, that have in them a statement of them, how they are right now with the person that's listening, a statement of their childhood. There's a resonance of their past life, and there's a resonance of the cosmos and a lot more. And Janet's going to tell you about some of the experiences she's had and some of the experiences that she's processed. Yeah, so uh, some people perceive it as abductions because it happens and they're perceiving it that it's not as uh, their own choice. So, you know, as, as Rich said, they were plucked plucked, <laughs> plucked out of their beds at night. Can and you pluck him out of here <laughs> when you leave? I'll, I'll try that. Anyway, <laughs> and some people uh, perceive it as, uh, you know, conscious connection. They've invited contact or that what they're uh, happening to them is very positive. And some people see it as happening in 3D reality that their physical body gets taken. And some people perceive it as an astral uh, experience and so that's what really that I like I like the astral thing now does that generally happen when you're sleeping most times uh, okay I, I'll give you an example there okay. was a, a woman on our on the, um, another radio show yesterday and she her, was physically in her bed the entire time because her boyfriend was awake the whole time and he was watching what happened to her and what happened and, and basically she was taken and had all these experiences but he was there watching her and the whole time he's watching her all these orbs were going through his the house mm -hmm. and he was totally freaked out he broke up with her <laughs> and he did where do they, where do they live at because i won't go i, I don't want to go there it was in colorado oh, okay colorado i'm not i'm not going near that place he was very angry at her because he said i was shaking you and you wouldn't wake up and so maybe she was having sex with an alien uh, well, so she was plucking. She, she was, was plucking. plucking. <laughs> she was plucking herself. I, I'm sorry. So anyway, uh, she went into a, a hypnotherapy session and uncovered all this stuff that was going on. And I don't remember her details, but this is typical that people will have something that happens that, uh, like a key issue, they'll they'll say, "Boy, I, I got home at three in the morning, but I left it at." Uh, Ten, and it was only a half-hour drive. That so happens to me every night. Yes, yeah, so but, but lots of times they'll even the they'll time. even leave, uh, <laughs> especially in the earlier ones, the Hopkins uh, studies, where there would be implants. They were doing studies up uh, male urethra and leaving little bits of this plastic stuff. And Hopkins started interviewing the um, urologists and found out that they had this plethora of uh, cases of people that had urinary infections after having an abduction experience. Well, that sounds really pleasant. Apparently, you've been uh, plucked a few times there, Marla, with your urinary tract infections. I'm not a plucker. Oh, you're not a plucker, okay. So, one of the conscious 3D experiences that oh, I like was explored. Them. Yeah, this is uh, the physical body. Uh, was a man that was uh, exploring what happened to him when he was working for the military. So, at first, you know, he's going into a normal job, and then they say, well, let's have you go look at this UFO, and next thing you know, he's on this UFO, he doesn't know if it's military, he doesn't know what it is, uh, but he, he, in the course of it, he uncovers that it is a, um, it's the Roswell ship. 
Oh, so, I remember that. The second Roswell. The second, second Roswell. So there, was, wait, so there was two spaceship crashes at Roswell? I thought there was one. Well, I mean, there was well, a one, landing. Yeah, one broke up into mither, million pieces, and that's the one that they Smithereens. showed. Smithereens. They show them, you know, with all the little pieces. The sacrifice. The sacrifice. But this one landed, it didn't even have a dent in it. And so um, my source, I won't reveal his name, he said that he nicknamed it Gus after his dog because he had to work on this every day. He was hired to uh, see if he could find weapons in it because he was, that was his job, munitions. But what happened was he started working with this ship. He thought it was American. He thought it was, you know, military thing. And it started to fly. He thought he was flying it, but he wasn't flying it. When he found out later after working it, that Gus was alive, it had consciousness and when he's finally up in space, he's flying it, and all of a sudden it goes to space, and it goes up to this uh, command ship, that I call it mothership, but it was a huge yeah. ship, and his, um, his ship, Gus, was about the size of a pea up against an elephant. Wow. And when he went in there, um, you know, he was in there for about a week. They started to set up communications through the Stargate. Apparently, Stargates are portals that open and close all the time, and they try to establish a um, stable stargate, and then uh, ships can come through. But they're so unstable that um, they don't, you know, they have to monitor. You can't just send a ship through. So they managed to get a bunch of ships through now, so very rarely do they send ships through now. They're already here. There's just millions of ships up there <laughs> in our space. Mm -hmm. And so anyway, these are some of the, the phenomenal stories that we're exploring. Go ahead, you have something well, to say. One of the things uh, for, uh, this may seem strange to you uh, out here in you uh, internet radio uh, land, but if you will imagine that you might be uh, having contact uh, either right now in fantasy or tonight, and just let that ca uh, fantasy, if you want to call it that, unwind, you'll find you'll get some information. What is fantasy? What is imagining? What is what you image? Where is what you image? Open yourself to contact tonight and let us know on Renegade Radio what happens. I do that all the time, Dr. Sasha. I fantasize about being taken away. And, Especially and keep, by a female. And keep a notebook by your bed. I do. I have a notebook morning, and a video camera. Write down what happened, and, and, you'll and condoms start. in case you're plucked. I, I, <laughs> I have all. I have my. I have my suitcase ready to go. Believe me, Sasha. And when they come, I'm going to be prepared to bang those you'll alien females. You'll be all wired up, I'll so be, we can hear you. I'm wired up, baby. I'm ready to go. So when you, they come for me, I can't wait till they come for me because. I know they're looking for me. Well, one out of 40 is being abducted, and that was statistics from the late 90s. Okay, so let me ask you a question. More. Let's get serious wow. here. Is somebody being abducted wow, wow, right wow, now? Wow. Hold on. Hold wow. on! Wow. God, Jim. You know what? You're really getting irritating. <laughs> it's not funny. Speak to me. I'm trying to if you would stop interrupting me like you've been doing all fucking day. Anyway, is there somebody being abducted right now as we speak? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I want to think of it in terms of they're, they're managing our population just like we manage our animals. So are cows being worked on, or chicken, or sheep, you know? So yeah, they're managing So it, it is really happening now. Yeah. The abduction of cows, uh, and the cattle sampling oh, of, uh, of their tissues is, uh, we hear, supposed to be seeing the sampling of how much we're poisoning ourselves uh, and they are taking samples that uh, the EGG, the, uh, the greys and uh, those who they worked for are really concerned that we will not wipe ourselves out with help from Monsanto. I'm, uh -huh. I, I, I'm 
confused. Okay, the grays. We always hear about them and everything. Yeah, the now, there's the grays. Now, then they're supposed to be um, aliens on the planet that are tall with blonde hair. Do they change? Yes. They're called oh. the Nordics. They're Nordics. the Nordics. Mm -hmm. That's the Nordics. You don't understand it by now, Marla? No, I don't. Well, they call them the Nordics, but they could be Pleiadian or... Or other species. We're trying to uh, ask so the, where they're coming from, but you know, decipher which ones they are. The greys are the uh, are the watchers. They have, there's several different levels. That's but me. Basically, they're descended from the uh, astronaut uh, corps, robotics uh, that had developed their own intelligence and have evolved further and further and further, and they have been seeking. We hear. Uh, human hybridization in order to uh, perpetuate themselves. Any type of intelligence that well, goes on and so on becomes self-reflexive. And so, uh, no, they're, they're becoming increasingly kind, particularly... After, uh, they, after like, they terrified decades of people by doing all those probes and pulling out you're the You're overgeneralizing the, yeah. uh, the, the they. So that's not just true. Like, just like American Indians, uh, there were, there's many, many, many different types mm -hmm. Of, uh, these this is what I'm trying to get through. To. The truth. Yes. The truth, and only the truth. Yes, right. Game. There are many. Uh, there are good grays and bad grays. There yeah. are good Do they look alike? Bad You're a bad gray. There's all different there shades, of good, <laughs> all shades of gray. Didn't they write a book, Fifty Shades of Gray? That yes. shit. There you go. Yeah, thank you, Doctor Shockwave. Fifty Shades of Gray. What that chick wrote about okay. her, her stupid erotic stories. Yes, Marla. The Nordics. <clears throat> okay, and then we have. Who do we have? Oh, the reptilians. There's reptilians. There You're a reptilian. Praying the praying so mantis. That's what you praying are. Mantis. Yeah, the praying there mantis. The praying mantis. Uh, and Janet and had an experience had with, with the praying mantis. And what happened? I did. I did. I'll tell are you. Are they Mama big mantis. recently? Mama mantis. Why are they big giants? <laughs> They're very big. I was about 10 years old, and I had a very horrendous you shut experiment. Up? No, experience. <laughs> Where I, were you? Okay, when you're done. Are you done? Okay. <laughs> I had a very horrible experience uh, where a boy was trying to molest me, and so I was very terrified. That was, was me. Ten years How old were you? I was 10. I like 10 So years. I went home when I just wanted to die. I didn't tell anybody. I, was, I fell asleep crying. <clears throat> and that night, this uh, large praying mantis came, and it was I was like the size of an infant in its arms, and I was 10 years old. So you can get the scale from that. And wow. instead of feeling like you would think an in insect would feel honing you, it actually felt like, um, uh, like, like fur, like I was being held by a furry being, which I understand was, its, was its energy field. It was Sasha. It, but it was very soft, and then it just sent me this healing energy, so I wanted to live because I felt like dying because I had this experiment, experience, and I didn't want to tell my parents so anyway geez I could use hundreds of them in my childhood so here I am you know 30 20 30 years later I'm and a collector I find of them. out that there are these praying mantis beings you can google them about aliens oh, I'll mantis, do that after the show all this information and I thought that was just me so this stuff is uh, holding up over time okay anyway uh, on that note with the praying mantises we're, we're gonna go <laughs> I'm never going to kill one again. Actually, I like praying mantises. They're cool. We're going to pray to the spirit in the skies. Renegade Nation, thank you for listening. Another Thursday with the extraterrestrials. Love you, love you, the love star, The stargate to the cosmos. Thank you, Dr. Sasha. Goodbye, ha. Thank you, Dr. <laughs> Janet. <laughs> Aloha. Aloha. Have a nice day. Hey, thank have you, a nice, Marla. Have a nice weekend. And thank you, Marla, for all of your intelligence here on the show. Aloha. Aloha. <laughs>